Welcome to episode 2 of I'm Just Older Darling. Hello, kia ora, my love. My name's Michelle, I'm the host of I'm Just Older Darling, a series of conversations with members of our communities who are sometimes referred to as elders, their stories, their words. This was recorded during the lockdown of COVID-19. This conversation is with Mahina and she's based in Christchurch and I'm based in Auckland. So again, remote recording, where we experienced some technical difficulties, so my apologies, but I think the content is worth it. During this recording, there's some Māori words, so here's some translations. Whānau, family, wahini, woman, takatāpoi, close friend of the same gender, intimate friend of the same gender. This conversation will start with, with Mahina's pepeha, which is a formal introduction of Mahina's whakapapa. Again, a new word, her heritage, who she is. Kia Nga mihi aroha ki au koutou katoa e, e tēnei wā, ko mahina kauitaku ingoa, nō no tautahi a hau. Ko kautahi kati māmoe, ngāti pōrau, oku iwi, uh, nō no reira, tēnā koutou katoa. Kia ora mahina. And how are you? How do you feel about being an elder? Do you think you're an elder? Oh, definitely not, but you know, once you get over a certain age, like I'm only coming up to 58, but... In our culture, around 60, 60 plus is when you are considered going from a pākeke to an elder, or in my case, a tower down here. Various parts of the country, we call our elders by different names like kroa. Um, down here, we're poa and toa, and toa is, is the wahine equivalent to queer. So, yeah, for me, it's, it's, um, it's something I'd... I never thought that I'd get to because in our, in our um, whakapapa, you know, my grandmother, she died around 42 and on my mum's side and my father, his mother died when she was only in her 40s as well. Or she was only quite young. So it was always a fear of mine that I'm never going to make this, this old age. But longevity's in the blood and the old fella, he's turning 90 this week and on, on the 24th of April, and, and my mum, she was 83 when she passed. So, gee whiz, there's a long time to go. What's the qualities you expect to find in an elder? Um, patience, tolerance, um, lots of guidance, and, um, you know, wisdom. And, yeah, there is a lot of wisdom. I, I know for myself, as I get older, there's more and more of that that, that um that I've accumulated over the years and um you know all the knowledge that you learn you want to give it out as you get older when you're younger you're running around trying to save the world sometimes and and um but you're also collecting and and um full of wonderment about this world and and you know in my life I've I've found that when I say saving the world, I was part of the Kawariki and and um, you know will fight on forever and as a Māori nation because of their rights as an Indigenous people has been trampled on. So yeah, I don't want to get too far away from that, but you know that's that's I like when I talk to an elder, I like them and their worldly knowledge to be. You know, in in line with some of mine as as a young person who was growing up, and um, like my dad, I would call him definitely an older, 
or elder. And um, he's, his knowledge is just really vast and he speaks in the old real, in the old language. So, you know, all of these things I feel will make up um, the person that I will go going forward as I get older and older, hopefully get older and older. <laughs> so how do you see yourself within the community, as within the Takatapui community? Ah, Takatapui. Um, actually, I just remember seeing a post the other day and somebody saying to me about being a lesbian, and I sent back and said, actually, I'm a wahine, he wahine Takatapui Māori aho. I'm a Māori woman who decides and chooses to be with another woman. And um, there is a difference for me as a takatapui Māori because, first of all, Māori is, is first and foremost and paramount. That's who I am. That's where I come from. That's my culture. That's everything to me. And whom I decide to um, share my space with beside and my bed and my body with is a woman. And I don't see that there's anything wrong with that. And my dad, he was, he grew up with twini ngawai and, and various strong wahine back up in the East Coast. And I mean, he, he just was enamored of her because she was like the queenie of Ngāpuhi. Uh, Porai and um, and of course songstress and composer. So as a Takatapui Māori here in Ōtautahi, I guess it's it's a biggie. There's a lot of younger ones coming up now who didn't have you know uh, what we had when we were growing up as young people, and that was. Um, you know, it was it wasn't cool to be out and about in the you know eighties, nineties. Um, we were fighting and at times for the um, you know for the right to be seen, heard, and not be illegal in this country um, in terms of being with each other, especially our gay men. So um, here we had a group called. Waihine Takatapui ki Waitaha. And we had equipment so we could play music, so we could just give it out. For a lot of our Waihine were right into bands and dance and everything. It's a, a different story at the moment with the lockdown. There's, there's none of that sort of stuff happening. But um, we're having to keep our groups alive and kicking. And now we're giving hygiene packs out and all sorts of things and we've got a new group that started which include our men as well um it's the kura oh what's it called again painamu anyway kahukura that's it um painamu which is it's a part of a um bigger bigger group throughout the south island and takatapui are part of um every dimension there is in every workforce. Yeah, Kilda. I've got another question regarding um the impact that the lockdown's having on our community and is technology helping or is it or do you feel isolated? I think technology has a lot of noise at the moment, a lot of chitter chatter and 
I, I think that the whole thing with the lockdown has um, kept us isolated, but technology is fantastic in that way that we can communicate with each other. I found it um, quite good to reach out to some of my Wainet Takatapui out there who are who are um, struggling with the fact that they're not going to work every day, um, struggling with not seeing mokopuna or whānau and friends. It's um, mentally, it's really, really hard. Um, depression, anxiety is right up there. And being in Christchurch, not only, no, it's only been a year or so since the killings at, at the mosque and before that, we've had other things happening in Christchurch, still getting over the the whole earthquake stuff, and then you get a one out of the blue that shakes you up and reminds you, ah, yes, that's right, we're in shaky Christchurch. So, yeah, it is, uh, you know, all of that trauma is impacting on our um, our community, and I've seen it in, in the writings of some of our whānau out there, how they're feeling. And they are feeling isolated. What, just is going a bit further back in time um, about Auckland and what would you say your experiences in your youth were in Auckland and um, being a young wahini takatāpui? Auckland was really a novelty for me um, because my partner, or my wife, Lavinia and I, we took off from Christchurch, went up to Hokianga. Um, spent a long time in Hokianga and decided to um, build a place for our, well, not build, not literally build, but, you know, make a, a space for our tamariki to actually be stable from. And Hokianga was that for us because we went and stayed with Fano up at uh, Tukewa. It's the Chapman Fano, and they, they were um, run... They were running the radio station at that time, Tautoko FM and, and Mangamoka. So um, we had a lot to do with politically in the Hokianga area. And um, I guess when I shifted to, when we shifted to Auckland, I was busy doing music and I was touring um, at that time with another group called Pacific Kills. And going back another four hours after arriving back into the country just seemed really hard work and, um, you know, just really wearing and tearing and travelling up and down the countryside because we're all in different places throughout the mutu. Um, just got a, a, a bit much. So I decided that I wanted to go and live in Auckland for a change and organise all of that to happen and, and my partner at the time was working in film industry and, and um, on location all over the place, probably in, at that time in Gisborne doing a whole lot of story. So that's how I got to Auckland. I always wanted to go and live in Auckland and, and I really, really enjoyed lots about Auckland, especially the Takatapui scene. Um, there was always something going on in Auckland. Um, but it was it was not quite my scene. My scene is more Fano orientated, being with people who are um, more so not nightclubbing or yeah going out as much. But because it was just too much the noise and the <laughs> lights for me 
just really heightened my anxiety back then. Coming from the country and going to a city was like, whoa, a bit too much for me to handle. But in terms of doing my music, it was all all around. There was heaps going on. Yeah. What What are you doing differently now? You're older as an artist that you did. You would have told your younger self to do. Um, concentrate more on the Māori instruments that you have. Um, and I play ngā tonga pūro, and though the Māori instruments are singing treasures that we have, um, there's over 200 and something instruments, but I only have a small amount, and a lot of that knowledge has been lost. So more research, um, probably being a little bit more brutal in terms of um, knowing I know what I know now I wouldn't tolerate back then as a younger person. As a younger person here in Christchurch, um, it was hard being takatapui Māori um, to get any of those breaks. And I mean, in the music scene, you were judged uh, I remember one person at way back in Polynesian performing arts days and he was just a big stopper. But when it came to Mahina Rangitoka coming down here and and um, being a part of the group and doing some really good stuff and workshopping with us, um, he was really keen for me to support here and to, um, to host here. But... <laughs> So, you know, it was like one minute it's all right to be takatapu and next minute it's not. That's how it felt anyway. But I'm glad I did get to um, have that time with Mahina because, well, she's gone now, but back then it was a time to actually grow and learn from each other and and, um, we remained friends and she used to come up to Hokianga and see me when she was passing through. So I really enjoyed... um, that sort of aspect of being takatapui and but the other aspects was um, you know people will put the, the stuff on you, the brakes on you and um, I wouldn't accept that now, I would just go for gold and just get out there and, and make videos and music and but you definitely would concentrate more on, on the tangapuru. As I get older I'm having more time of um, showing these instruments and playing these instruments more than singing, um, which is like, wow, that's a biggie for me because I love to sing and I love to perform. And um, just recently I got to perform with the Christchurch Symphony Orchestra just before the lockdown, their last poppy performance. And it was really amazing to actually... It's like one of your dreams as a as a musician to have um, to play with the orchestra, and I guess the next part of it for me is actually taking those instruments into showing them the orchestra what they're about because they haven't really had a workshop on the instruments, and I've got a good collection, so I'm interested in showing them that, and to do some more collaborative type work. Um, hopefully bring back Big Belly Woman, um, our band, one of our bands, and start doing some of that that mahi live with the orchestra would be absolutely amazing.
Yeah. Have you got anything else you'd like to add? Yeah, I find as a, as a get older, you know, like, hey, being an elder, your skin is not the same. Your womanly juices are not the same. Your boobs sag a little bit more. You, you know, you can't lose that little extra tire. Um, but one of, I think one of my saving graces is, is actually being and going, like a year ago, vegetarian. And um, that's where we're at now. We're, we're still vegetarians a year or so later. And I, I think that has really helped in terms of blood sugar levels, um, cholesterol. I don't know that my cholesterol's always been great. But, you know, all of those things have actually evened out for me. And it's been quite an interesting um, journey to see how, how that's changed from eating meat to vegetables only type thing. has been great. Do you think the lockdown's impacted Maori differently? Yeah, absolutely. Especially as, you know, um, Māori women for us in this country, it's been a big struggle. I mean, Dad talked about, just last night, he was talking about Rangiriri. And the last time I went to Rangiriri was, which is just out of Auckland, way, um, was it south of the Bombay there. Anyway, I saw, um, oh, Gosh, Eva Rickard back in the day, and we were on a on a protest. I guess we were doing a march all the way from Tahapua down to Rotorua to do with the Fletcher Challenge and all of those guys. And um, it was a whole lot of us that went on this protest march. And going to Rangiriri was a part where the soldiers had actually dug trenches, um, and the women and children were shot and, and buried in those trenches along, along with some old people. And so, you know, destruction of our people is nothing new to us. And, um, you know, viruses and flus, influenzas, is nothing new to Māori. We didn't have those, uh, that immunity to those sorts of diseases and um, flus. And probably still haven't, but... Um, it's nothing new, as I say. And for older people, this is really attacking them big time, especially their psyche. I know for my father it is. It was really hard for him to come to terms with not being able to go here, there and everywhere. And, um, yeah, I don't want to see this again in my lifetime, but probably will, you know. What's next for you in the future? Future, I think... Um, for me, the future of, I think when we started this was giving out knowledge and, and um, so that's that's where I want to head is actually giving out that knowledge of these singing treasures, um, performing, going to interact with other Indigenous cultures um, and to just keep fighting against an oppressive system that probably wants to give you a little microchip at some stage. I don't know. See, that's that internet noise that's going on out there that um, those sorts of things will be coming in the near future. Going, travelling and performing will be the ultimate thing for me is, is workshopping 
and doing retreats um, and sharing sharing these beautiful instruments that I have and mixing it up with I, mean, I think Big Belly Woman, the, the band, um, we really got into playing some of these uh, traditional instruments with contemporary instruments, you know, general instruments, and blending the two. And people, you know, um, really liked the different contrast of it. The saxophone and a kuowo, for instance, is completely different um, to play. And not many people have done that sort of um, mixing and playing around back in 2000 or 1999 when we were recording and, and going through this, encouraged other people like um, Trinity Roots to to bring forth, you know, Kuwowo and other artists to bring through their um, Māori instruments into the forefront. So that's where I'm at, recording and probably going to do a lot more stuff around that. In the meantime, the dog's going to have a little card on as well by the looks of it. Thank you, Mahina. Thank you. Childa, I am Mahina. I'm just older, darling. Thank you very much for listening to Mahina and I's conversation. I'm Michelle, your host. I'm just older, darling. It's brought to you by Same Same But Black. There's a series of conversations with members of our community, sometimes referred to as elders, movers, shakers, doers, musicians based in West Auckland and wider New Zealand. Each person has an interesting story and a perspective of their life and how. Thank you for taking the time and I hope you enjoy the conversations with I'm Just Older Darling contributors.